This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. This is episode 680. Coming up tomorrow morning, I talk to the person. I had to dig this person up. It's the person that Ty Lopez and Gary Vaynerchuk paid a lot of money for this person to help them grow their Instagram. Be sure to tune in tomorrow morning to see who it was and what his company is. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Oleg Campbell. He was born in Ukraine and starting working as a programmer at the age of 19. He moved to Canada when he was 22 and founded his first startup at 24 successfully, but stayed as lifestyle business with a lot of passive income. We'll talk about that. Then at 27, he founded Reply.io and he's currently living between Ukraine and San Francisco, building this company. Oleg, are you ready to take us to the top? Hey, hello, Nathan, for sure. Awesome. So first off, a lot of entrepreneurs uh, start off with a lifestyle business to make them money. That's how they get their base, then take a bigger risk. Tell us about that company you started at 24 that turned into a lifestyle business. And how'd you know it was going to only be a lifestyle business? Oh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. So I was a programmer and uh, it turned out that I read uh, a book from Kawasaki, um, Rich Dad and Poor Guy Kawasaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So that's, I was highly influenced by that book as well. I read Tim Ferriss on 40 hours work week. So I said, hey, I'm a programmer. I want to build some software that will work for me, not like, uh, not I working building software. And um, we find out this is a lifestyle business once we failed to grow it. So we made it to some point and then we, uh, the technology was built on top of QR codes. So what you've seen the QR codes were popular in the year when we launched the product in 2012, but then it's got like on a descent. Mm-hmm. So the same our sales is, and we found we just don't have a way to expand it and where to go. And where did, what was like the highest revenue you grew that company to? I think it was uh, 150K annually. Annually, yeah, so, okay. Yeah. And then what happened? Did you just let that kind of fizzle out or did you sell it at 27? Good question. I don't want it to spend time uh, and it's hard to spell, uh, sell a business that isn't growing. So I decided to just put it on autopilot. I, I took this money and I invested in that new venture. So before, and that new venture was Reply, right? Yeah. So before that, give us a sense of kind of like the risk you were taking. I mean, how much money had you saved up? Was this really a big risk for you or did you actually really plan it out so you de-risked it? Uh, it's a good question. So I, in my life, I almost never saved any money. So once I started saving money, I thought, why I'm saving, why am I saving money? Do I need a house? No, not really. Do I need a fancy car? Not really. So why I'm saving to invest into business? What's the case of saving money for the business? Why don't just invest it now? So, and uh, all the time when I was kind of my first startup, I, in, I found it when, while I was working full time. So full time, it's like working full time. is like, um, it's a great investment source that's not going to end until you're working full time. And uh, with like reply, probably I invested around like I just took my salary f- from my previous startup and just paid to my employees um, using that. And so how and, much uh, did you put in personally, would you so say? I think I think, it's, I think it was around like 20 to 30K, probably 30K. 30K okay. US, right? And how did you find kind of did you build the initial prototype yourself or did you hire developers somewhere? 
No, I hired a developer right away. So two of us started. So I hired a developer to build a product. And myself, I started working on marketing and sales. Okay. And so who, where did you, like, how did you hire somebody? Were they in the US or Ukraine? And what did you pay them on average at the beginning? Yeah, good question. So they were in Ukraine. It's, I, had, I find like developers super skilled with 10 plus years experience. And it, it costed me only $2,000 per year. Oh, great. And, Oh, per month, per month, sorry. I was going to say per dollars. year, holy mackerel. No, 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 per month. So you yeah. said 2000 per month. And sorry, yeah. you were looking for someone who was really good at STEM. Is that what you said? No, 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 no. I was, I was, um, no, I find someone in Ukraine. So he was a senior developer with 10 years experience. Oh, I see. So and because senior. it's Ukraine, I could get someone like, like him for um, $2,000 per month. Now, have you ever met this guy or gal in person or you just found him online? Yeah, online. I did a job post. And, and still, since we are a remote team, I haven't seen many of our uh, full-time employees yet. What, what site yeah. did you post this job thing on? Like, how'd you find these guys? Yeah, it's a good question. Since I'm from Ukraine and, and all, all the websites, we have a developer's portal in Ukraine. There's nothing similar in US or Canada. There is one website where all developers hang out. Wow. So I just posted it there. Okay, so let's focus on the business now. So reply.io, for people that don't know what it does, what does it do and what's your business model? How do you make money? Yeah. So at Reply.io, we uh, we focus on replacing routine sales tasks with AI and automation. Right now, we automate in sending emails and sending and follow ups, as well initiating phone calls. That's what we do right now. But ideally, we I would say this email is just ten percent of what we do and what we want to do. Um, like. Right now, we have a strong development team. We're building much more facial to, features to automate more and more sales tasks, like, like booking a meeting, uh, getting customers to the demo, et cetera. So we are a SaaS business. Okay. And uh, yeah, we have monthly subscriptions. Our plans start from $25 to like $120 per user. What, uh, so like, what do folks pay on average, would you say? Uh, I would say close to $90. 90 per month. Yeah, yeah per month. And then if you take us back, so you, what year did you launch this company in? Uh, we launched in 2015. And then fast forward three years today, what's your current team size? Um, currently, we have 34 people. And 34? Yeah. Okay. And what's the split? Like, are most of those salespeople in San Francisco or developers in Ukraine? Or Yeah, we actually have a, just historically, we have a develop, uh, sales team in Canada. is in Toronto. So we have uh, five sales reps over there. And um, develop development and marketing as well in Ukraine. Support is two people in Canada, and uh, I, I believe three people is in Ukraine. Uh, so I would say um, our development team is 15 people. So I would say half of our company is in development, and the other half is in marketing and sales and support. And so if I I'm doing backwards math here, I mean. You sound like you're getting a lot of advantage in having a UK or a Ukraine based team, especially if the average developer is only making kind of two grand per month, right? That would be way more expensive in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. um, has that math uh, stayed true as you've added additional developers or if, you, or if you had to go up and pay more to get more talent? Yeah, so uh, like the Z2000 price was an enterprise, right? So right now I would say we pay on average close to uh, $4,000 per month for developer. 4,000. Um, yeah, so it's more. It. So we start, we try to hire like senior guys and like like get really top of the market people. Yeah. I mean, junior junior salaries could be much lower. Junior could be at $1,000 per month. We're hiring a few of those. So I would say um, 
Ukraine, Ukraine is yeah, it's my competitive advantage. Is I have all the connections and I know how to hire and build team. And there's a lot of great developers as well. We're hiring data scientists over there, and some of them really good as well. That's great. And are you so? So fast forward us to today again. So you're 34 team, uh, team folks on your team, and how many customers are you serving? So around 1,000 customers right now. Okay, so about 1,000. So, yeah. I mean, uh, can I just multiply 1,000 times a $90 ARPU to get, like, to kind of back into your monthly recurring revenue? Yeah, you could do that. So I would, in terms of number, we just hit 100K uh, monthly revenue. So yeah, You're a celebrating, number. Oleg, right? That's a big number. <laughs> that's a good number. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So how do you, imagine doing $90,000 a month, with 34 people on your team, and let's say you're paying those 34 people across, like on average, three grand per month, right? That comes, you know, well over 100 grand per month just there. Have you raised capital to support yourself? A good question. We raised uh, capital uh, a year ago. We raised small 400k seed. Okay. And that's a funny story. We never looked at for the finances. We were bootstrapping it, but one of um, kind of investors reached out to us and suggested do this. So basically, we had an investor, uh, he has a few portfolio companies that were using us and basically he approaches us saying, hey, I see your product working for our portfolio companies, why don't we invest in you? Oh, wow. So, That's yeah. great. So you raised $400,000 on a convertible note? Uh, That's right. It was a safe document. Okay. And, and when was that? It was a year ago. So it was, exactly, it was March 2016. So you're about to close another big round of funding, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. So we can say that. Yeah. It's something you're Okay. So as a founder, how are you considering that? What goes into your consideration? You know, it takes a lot of time to fundraise. That's a good question. So basically what I did, uh, I reach, like I decided to find out once will be a good time to raise money. So what I did, I outreached to some investors. I actually used my software to do the call to outreach and it did work. It did. It, uh, I ended up having a meeting with Sequoia, with uh, Andrew Horowitz and with August Capital, many other, many other like firms, again, through just called email. I thought it's not going to work, but it did work. And um, basically I, I tried to, I met like in three weeks, I met close to 15 investors and tried to find out our situation once will be a good time to raise. So from what I found, we're a bit early for round A. So okay. I think we'll probably just uh, this still year, we'll just try to like um, work on our numbers and get to numbers that will be more attractive to round A investor, which is closer to 200K uh, of uh, MMR. MMR. So, so first off, what did that email send, send like when you sent it to Sequoia? What was the subject line? Oh, that's a good question. I, I said um, SaaS, I'll just make it like that. At SaaS, B2B, um, 100K in MMR, 16% uh, month to month grow, um, and that's it. So that's I just awesome. put the most, like our numbers on the top. You said 16, 1, 6% month over month revenue growth or customer no, growth? I was, no, it was 16% uh, revenue growth month to month. Okay, 1, 6% revenue growth month to no, month. No, no, 16. Yeah, so it was 16. Sorry, you're saying one six percent, right, or six zero percent? Um, one six. One six percent. Yeah, so sixteen percent revenue growth yeah, month six. over month. Mm -hmm. Got it. And are you so a lot of these? A lot of these. Uh, I mean, that takes me back to my original question, though, right? So you only raised four hundred k, but just your salary expenses, I imagine, put you at a negative cash flow position. How do you cover those expenses? We haven't even talked about like marketing and you know other stuff. No, actually, a good question. We've been profitable last four months, so we actually had profitability right now. Okay. So we're not burning, uh, not burning any money, but as well, we reinvest all, almost all the profit. Okay, so you're so, operating at right around zero. 
Yeah. And are you sure. are you pulling a lot of these annual plans forward to get cash now? Is that one of the ways you're covering your cash burn? Yeah, a good question. For example, uh, actually, do this. So, for example, if we had 100k uh, MMR, we would have 30k on top of that as annual deals. So we have around 15% sell annual deals. So Got our month month revenue would be like close to 130k. Yep. Yep. That makes total sense. Where else besides headcount are you spending a lot of money? I think it's uh, headcount is first. We're just starting with advertising. Okay. We didn't do anything like we didn't do any much of paid advertisement before. And right now we are experimenting with AdWords and as well. Um, yeah. So that's me as well. Facebook advertisement. So one thing that's like investors look at and we as well to like have we want to find more like predictable uh, uh, growth channel. Yeah. So if we make like AdWords work for us, that could be a good channel. And what are you looking at? Like when you look at your thousand customers, what's your gross customer churn per month? Yeah. So if we see it's in terms of numbers, it would be close to 5%. Okay. In terms of revenue churn, it would be close to 2-3% since we have a lot of account expansion. Yep. So that's um, attributes to lower churn. And what's the number one way folks are expanding accounts? Is it they're adding additional seats or they're getting additional product features? What's your lever there? The main thing is additional seats. So a lot of uh, companies will start from one seat and then will just expand, uh, just adding other team members. By the way, for example, one of our customers is WeWork. And we want to work with them to expand to more like kind of seats. Right now we work have just a few seats with us, but we know if it's work for some we work location, it probably will work for other locations. That's how we're gonna grow as and well I've, into like some You know, it makes good sense, kinda of land and expand approach. Sorry to cut you off there. Uh, what are you looking at when you look at kind of CAC numbers? So do you do you know kind of back of the napkin what it's costing you to acquire new customers? Yeah, we know and this I would say the average cost would be two hundred dollars. But we as well split this CAC by different channels from our organic or is it AdWords or is it a cold outreach? So the numbers would be different. So for cold outreach, the number will be higher for like organic lower for uh, AdWords somewhere in the middle. And what do you assume right now that lifetime value of a customer is? So lifetime value, if you just take all our customers will be close to $1,200. Yeah. Uh, but as well, you should understand we have a lot of people who just, since we are really open and transparent, so we allow people to come and go. So a lot of those will be just individuals who come and churn. But in terms of bigger accounts, uh, I think the lifetime will be like much lower. It will be a few grants at least. Yep. And how do you, so you guys have driven a lot of growth. It sounds like on organic, you have 100,000 in MRR and you're just now really starting paid acquisition. Walk me through your kind of your, your most exciting organic growth channel. Is it blogging or is it some other weird mm -hmm. hack? I think most exciting was a product hand. So we launched our product on hand and actually we launched, we launched there as well some of our free products, which serves as, as a lead generation tools. As well, we launched there some of our features. And it's, uh, it's exciting to see how product hunters react on our uh, new features launch. If you could go, you could see a lot of uh, things like we got a good number of fans there on product hand and they just help us spread the world as a word. And um, the product hand is a good thing as we like. Another one is a content. So uh, we try to create a content and as well uh, do a little, a little bit promoting this content. A good thing, just what we did recently, we interviewed a lot of sales experts yep. and they created articles with them. That, so the sales experts, since they were interviewed, that help us spread the, the, our content, the content that we created through their, through their network. So That's one. 
So it looks like reply.io, you were featured two years ago on Product Hunt. You got 658 upvotes. What yeah. did that mean for you in terms of like in the in the following week? How many new trials did you get and how much MRR did that add? Uh, great question. I think after the launch of Product Hunt, everything really started. So probably we uh, added, um, I, I said we had 10,000 visitors from Product Hunt in the next two days, 600 signups. Okay. And I would say 10% of them we can close. So it was like 60 new customers. If we calculate in terms of lifetime value, I think it will be close to like 60K uh, of lifetime value we just added from single product launch. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Very cool. Last question here, uh, like before we wrap up, if Yesware came mm -hmm. and said, hey, they bring out their little checkbook. Matt, Matt shows mm -hmm. up with his coffee at your office and brings mm -hmm. out his checkbook and writes a $2 million check. Do you sell the company? But to millions, not. Yeah. <laughs> what would what? How do you think about valuation? What number would you sell for? Uh, again, so we don't plan to send anywhere soon. I think we're too early for that. But uh, like, if someone bring as a check right now and decided to sell, so right now I think it will be like close to 20, 30 millions. But if it's just right now. And how is your? Do you own one hundred percent of the company, or do you have co-founders? No, I have a co-founder. It's I have a my. It's a, his name is Lee Gladish, so he is my co-founder, and he's uh, leading our operations in Toronto. Got it. And, and is he 50-50 with you, or did you guys do it differently? No, we did it differently. It's less since uh, uh, Lee joined a bit later, since I, once I, only, I were like, kind of generating revenue and getting into this, getting this investment deal, so he jumped a bit uh, like later, so it was not 50 So like you have like 60, he has 40, something like that? Uh, close to that, right? Okay. And do you have uh, obviously the four hundred thousand was a convertible note, so they're not on the cap table yet. But do you have like an equity pool? Do, do you decide to give uh, equity to all your like Ukraine developers? Yeah. So we do. Uh, we, we provide equity for um, for our for employees who work with us longer than a year. And actually, this is not something really popular in Ukraine. So not not many people know what an equity is. Uh, they, some of them will look at, at this like as a way for us to give them less salary. Yep, yep, <laughs> so, yep. but, I, I have had the same experience. I try and bribe people with equity and they go, you just want to pay me less. I'm like, fine, just take the salary. I'll keep all the equity. <laughs> all yeah, right. We, what were you going to say? Yeah, so I might say we are we key employees for sure have an uh, stake in the company. And as well, we, we want to reward with equity as well, our employees. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Cannoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods. And they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's great. Oleg, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? I think it's uh, Richard Branson, Losing Your Virginity. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Uh, I would say Jason Lemkin and as well, I love Intercom Founder. 
Number uh, three, is there a favorite, on, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have, like maybe Acuity Scheduling? Uh, favorite online tool? Um, not, just a sec, let me think. Um, probably I like ChartMogul, it's for uh, how we spread our numbers. Number, yeah, like a charting service. N number yeah. four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, usually from six to eight. Okay, so call seven on average. And what's your situation? Yeah. Married, single, do you have kids? I'm single. Okay, and, and uh, how old are you? I'm 30. All right, last question. I'll, like, take us back 10 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, I think, um, yeah, just be more fearless, I would say, and believe in yourself more. There you guys have it. Be more fearless and believe in yourself more from Oleg. Again, the founder of Reply.io. They launched back in 2014, did a $400,000 seed round. He's really all in on this, reinvesting all the profits. Now they have 34 team members sped between Ukraine, San Francisco, LA, Toronto. Uh, they're doing, uh, they have about uh, 1,000 customers paying 90 bucks a month on average for about 100 grand in uh, monthly recurring revenue. 5% gross customer turn monthly, $200 CAC on average that varies by channel with an LTV of somewhere around 1,200. Bucks. Oleg, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot, Nathan. If you enjoyed Oleg today, go back and listen to Rob's episode yesterday. His company, Mobile Majority, has raised $25 million. He started the business actually by acquiring the assets from Qualcomm. It's a huge, huge giant. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners, but boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.